Sports Talk Chicago. Here with John Gould, John Meadows, directing and producing. If you miss any of the program, find us on podcasts. We're on Apple, Spotify, also on YouTube, TuneIn, Odyssey, iHeart, any of your favorite, favorite podcasting platforms. If you search up Sports Talk Chicago, we'd appreciate a review, five-star rating. Move us up. You can subscribe to the channel here on YouTube where we have videos and live streams all the time, plus cut-up clips of each program. And hang with us always on Twitch and Facebook at Sports Talk Chicago. Find me personally at John Z Sports all over the place on social media. Last segment of the program, and as we promised, it's going to be more baseball. What have the Chicago White Sox been up to? What have they been doing? Well, they're 2-2, two and two, and they split a four-game series with the Houston Astros. I think that's a nice start. I think that's something that people should be proud of if you're a Sox fan. Mike Clevenger got the start on Sunday, five innings, no runs. Mike Clevenger, yes, who we talked about, and I said he's going to be a big X factor for them this year. Clevenger was league average last year out of Tommy John surgery, but from 2016 to 2019, he was an elite pitcher in baseball for the Guardians. Elite. He was. Dylan Cease. Had a great start, 10 Ks and 6 innings. Lance Lynn had a good start. Even Giolito had a good start. The, the Sox rotation right now has an ERA for Cease of 142, 3.18 for Lynn, 3.60 for Giolito, and a 0 for Clevenger. That is a hell of a rotation, and we talked about this before the season. The biggest X factor for the White Sox was going to be their rotation. That's it. Their biggest X factor, the biggest thing, the biggest variable, the biggest way they could win the division and be good again, be elite, was their rotation. I think they have one of the deepest rotations in baseball, if healthy and if performing. Imagine all four of these starters have ERAs under four right now through one start, and then on top of it, you still have to pitch Michael Kopech, who, by the way, had a 3.18 ERA last year in over 100 innings of work, and who's primed for a breakout. He's a great pitcher. And you still got people in your bullpen who you could use if need be as swingmen, like Kendall Graveman, even Ronaldo Lopez, who's been closing right now. Well, Liam Hendricks is still on the IR. Lopez has thrown nearly 200 innings in the season before, 188 and 184. Although he's in the bullpen right now, you could easily use him even as a spot starter. Sacks offensively have actually done a decent job. Yohan Moncada had a big game on Sunday, 3-for-4. Luis Robert, 2-for-5. Yusmany Grandol, 3-for-4. And Oscar Colas, 2-for-5. Anderson is hitting above 400. Moncada's above 400. Benintendi is right around 300. Robert is above 300. And Colas is above 300. It's early. There's a long way to go, but I'll tell you, this White Sox team could be doing it, and we talked about it. We said we need a lot of the, the Sox need a lot of players to turn it on this year. They need a lot of players to play to their potential. They need changes. Last year is not going to cut it. I was skeptical at first because they didn't make too many moves in the offseason, but I guess maybe they didn't have to yet. Maybe their guys are really going to turn it back on and perform. And I think there is a definite chip on their shoulder. There's a definite feeling of we should have done much better last year. Then there was the whole Tony La Russa saga and the distractions that hurt them. There were a lot of issues. And things got better. And they improved. And they used this offseason to get better. But I'll tell you, 
what a great rotation. What a great rotation. And how about some great performances from Moncada, Grandal, Vaughn, Colas, Robert, Anderson, Benintendi. Literally everybody is hitting. Almost everybody. A couple of disappointments. Elvis Andrews not off to the best start. Aloy has been a little bit quiet. But that's it. That's it. Everybody's doing great. And that's exciting. And that's something we should be celebrating. Now, we were so worried about the White Sox and what they would be this season. I was. I didn't know. Everybody was picking lofty expectations, and I just didn't see it. But I'll tell you what, if they continue down this path, they're going to win 95 games. If their rotation stays healthy and pitches to their potential, they're going to win 95 games. And although they are 500 at 2-2 two and two right now through 4, you split with the Astros. You split a series to open up the year with Houston. This is not some rinky-dink team like, I don't know, Kansas City or even Detroit. You split an opening series with Houston. Houston is no joke. Houston is no pushover as a team. They are great. They're always around. They're always contending. They're always in the picture all the time. And they won the World Series last year. You have a team who won the World Series. The White Sox come in going 81-81 and last season. They come in. They split in Houston. Not bad at all. I mean, really, that's a victory to me. You split with Houston. And hey, you face off against some pretty good pitchers in the process. Valdez, Javier, Yaquiti. You're facing off against quality pitching from Houston. And you hit them well. Because all your guys are hitting pretty well. That is a, an accomplishment. Huge accomplishment. Even today. Mike Clevenger with a big game. And they faced off against Luis Garcia, who gave up three. And then Seth Martinez out of the bullpen gave up three. The Sox made it happen. I just think we really have to keep the White Sox on our radar. We have to keep the White Sox on our radar. No other way to put it. I mean, if you're splitting with a reigning World Series champion and you have all your pitchers dominating their lineup, which is one of the best in baseball, you have a chance. You have a fighting chance. Dylan Cease, if he continues, he should win the Cy Young this year. He got snubbed last year. Well, there's a real opportunity here for some serious success for this team. And it surprises me more than anybody. But it's happening, and I'm along for the ride, and I'm happy for him. Because remember, if this year doesn't go as planned, I would say it's time to tear it down and rebuild it back up. You have a core here that didn't perform last year plainly. What's going to change? And it turns out people are changing. And that's exciting. Very exciting. So if you're a White Sox fan, you have a lot to be proud of after this weekend. I wouldn't fret on the 2-2 two and two record or, oh my goodness, it was a split. No, I would say it was a split. Great, let's move forward and win the games we're supposed to win. If you split, 
against the perennial World Series champion, the defending World Series champion. You did yourself a pretty good job. And you won game one on national TV. You did a good job, Chicago. Great job. Now it's time for a situation in which the Sox could face off against some decent competition, win a lot of games that are winnable, and win this division if possible. If they play like they've been playing this past weekend, if they pitch like they're capable of pitching, the sky's the limit for them. The offense isn't even as integral as their pitching. Their pitching last year was decimated. At Dallas Keuchel, who's designated for assignment after an ADRA, Lance Lynn sucked, Giolito had a bad year, Cease was great, and Kopech got hurt. That's the story of the White Sox 2022 season, not to mention horrible offense, Tony La Russa, and the whole distraction. It was horrible. Now instead, new manager, new culture, healthy pitching staff, and believe it or not, a pretty good offensive attack so far. This is a huge opportunity. And they started out certainly on the right foot by splitting against Houston in Houston to open up their season. Don Burr, Antmus, everybody pissed at one another. The Hart Foundation still throwing some hands. We're throwing hands in the chat here. People are fighting. Bears have been building since 1985. When did the Lions win the Super Bowl again? <laughs> Lions, 200 wins from hitting 500 all time. Karen B, go Cubs. Yeah, Cubs, though, started out one and two, but not horrible. Yeah, chance to turn things around. Comparing Goff to Lamar Jackson, another dumb comparison, in my opinion, too. Uh, it's like comparing golf to Justin Fields. We have two different quarterbacks with different skill sets, with different things to their name. Different offensive offenses, different schemes, different weapons, different mindsets. You cannot compare those two QBs, guys. Come on. <laughs> Need to be real here. On that note, <laughs> I think we'll be uh, ready to go here on today's program. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Remember, you to do some things for me here if you could. Subscribe to the channel. We just hit 18,100 subscribers. We're on our quest to 20,000. And any subscription certainly helps. Like the video as well. You can find us also on Twitch and Facebook at Sports Talk Chicago. Find me personally at John Z Sports all over the place on social media. Big thank you to John Meadows for directing and producing. Big thank you to our sponsor, Amish Country Farm. For the best Amish food in all of Chicagoland, hit them up today in Orland Park. High order forms are out. Fresh food is coming in. Don't miss it. Find them today. Call them or go in and tell them Sports Talk Chicago sent you. We're going to be live on Wednesday night. We have Mark Shinowski joining us. Mark Shinowski from ABC7 covers the Bulls. We're going to talk Bulls and Chicago Bears with him. Don't miss that conversation. We have some more stuff coming in the pipeline as well. So stay with us here on Sports Talk Chicago. We're certainly appreciative of all of you who continue to support. Tune in each and every time we go. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. So long, everyone.